Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. Wayne! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. What's up? Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Alleluia. He is risen. Alleluia is our song. The, 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 the traditional the, the traditional greeting, right? Ray is he is risen. He is then risen. you're supposed to say you're supposed to say oh he yeah. is risen indeed. Oh, is that what it is? He has risen yeah. indeed. No, there you go. Yeah. He has risen indeed. Yeah, yeah. There it is. All right. So there you go. <laughs> indeed, he has indeed. risen. Indeed. <laughs> Indubitably. All right. Well, welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. This is where Ray and I talk about Catholic dad stuff, the intersection of faith and fatherhood. If this is your first time to listen to us, welcome. We're glad that you found us and we're glad that you're uh, in the mood to talk about some Catholic stuff and, um, and parenting. Mm. And if you've been with us for a long time, hey, we appreciate you. We appreciate every single one of our listeners. Thank you so much. We're in our hundreds now we're hundreds of episodes old hundreds of episodes old yeah yeah man and uh because we're celebrating the the triple (laughs) dig then we're we're coming up with top 10 lists that's right we're still celebrating that triple dig thing with the top 10 list yeah and ray so i have a top 10 list today and uh and it's the top 10 uh, non-Disney animated movies. Top 10 non-Disney animated movies. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so these are uh, movies that you can't find on Disney Plus, okay. basically. Are there it's any not good a, ones that's not on Disney? Right, yeah, because you, you think that all of the animated movies <laughs> right. are Disney or, or Pixar, right? Right. And, and Pixar and, is Disney, uh, yeah? That's right. Mm. And, but I got kids, mm. and... We watch lots of different things because, okay, you know, okay. they're di- they're addicted to screens. So we've watched lots of movies and I've watched a lot of movies that are also non-Disney. So I thought, hey, w- hey, what would be a good thing uh, to watch um, and put together a top 10 list about um, non-Disney animated movies? Are you ready? I'm ready as can be. So I'm going to I'm going to give you my list and then uh, you can comment this, a little bit. Is this all ranked? Is this like an order or is just Yeah, like this jump? is ranked okay. in order. Okay. 10 to 1. Let's go. And then and then you can chime in after I give my list. You could give like small comments here and there, but then we'll talk the full some, list at the end. Some reactions here and there. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So, coming in at number 10. Mhm. Shrek 2. Okay. Shrek 2. Yep. And then number, number nine. Okay. Okay. Stop. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Number nine. Sing. That movie Sing with, um, there was like a mouse and, oh, and yeah, Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, yeah, yeah. porcupine. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. That was Scarlett Johansson. Number eight. How to train your dragon. Okay, How to okay. train your dragon? All right, number seven. Well, me, I gotta take some notes here. I got some. I got some reactions right you now. You got some thoughts. Got number some seven, thoughts. Kung Fu Panda. Oh yeah, you're right. That's yeah. that Disney. Number six, Book of Life. Have you seen the Book of Life, Ray? 
I have uh, not fully, just you know, in passing. Yeah, Channing Tatum's in it. Oh, yeah, I did not know good. that. Yeah, um, and then number five, the Lego Movie. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, and now we're gonna we're gonna get into some good ones here. Uh, they, these get more adult, I think. Number four, we reviewed it on this podcast: Mitchells versus the Machines. Okay. Okay. Number three. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, oh, the Miles Morales wow. Spider-Man. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. Okay, okay. Number two, number two, Transformers the movie from 1986. <laughs> okay. Yes, and then number one, my number one animated movie, totally on brand here, The Prince of Egypt. And that wasn't Disney. No, that's DreamWorks. Wow. So there you go. There's That's my top 10 list of uh, movies you should watch that are not Disney but uh, animated. Uh, let me review uh, number 10, number 9, and number 8. Go ahead. 10, 10 was Shrek 2. Uh-huh. Number 9 was Sing. And number 8 was How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I, so that's my, that's my list. I'm sticking to it. I ranked okay. it in order. All right. There was a lot of choices to make. There were a lot, and I, and I didn't realize. And you know, I, I, I can't really knock you on the Transformers number two one over there. Um, I vaguely it's a bit remember of nostalgia. it. I, I have to, uh, yeah, I have to review it, but I'm not gonna knock that. That's that's a Bawit Grana Bawit Niniba. I got, I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta respect that. That's a good one. So, so also the Transformers 1986 animated movie was the first time I heard a curse word. <laughs> really? Yeah. The yeah. S word is in there. <laughs> right, 1986. You were like what, like 34, right? You, yeah. Uh huh. No, I was 20. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. I, I mean, I respect your list. I don't know what Shrek 2 was doing, number 10. I think that should be like close to five, a top five, in my top opinion. Top five, interesting. In my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Shrek's annoying. All right, straight up. Shrek's <laughs> annoying. He's lucky he's on the list. But it, 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 he's entertaining. <laughs> and the donkey is entertaining yeah. as well. Do you um, like the Scottish accent? <laughs> Is that Scottish? I guess mm-hmm. it is Scottish, huh? I thought it was like Jamaican. It's ogre. Was that Jamaican? It's ogre. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Not in, mm. not on the list? Not on the list. I've seen it. Yeah, but... Didn't love it. It didn't score? It didn't score number 10? Or No, it didn't even make my... 10? Didn't even make my Dark Horse list. Ouch, ouch. And another classic, I don't know, I, I want to squeeze this in there somehow, some way. I think I would rank it, say, maybe close 7 or... Six Madagascar. Madagascar is in the honorable mentions, mm. but um, I kind of liked Madagascar to... three. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but no, I, I didn't. I didn't love it enough. I and uh, I I would argue for this. This is yeah, top five in my list, and I don't know why it didn't uh, make your list, unless I missed it. I I must have missed it. it. It must be part of your list. Despicable Me. That's right. The minions? No, the get minions? out of here. Gross. What? <laughs> oh, because they remind you of bananas? By the way, audience, <laughs> our, li- our listeners, you must know this about Iris. He hates bananas. They, they I hate bananas. They're, they're evil. And they're so gross. you think the, the minions remind you Dude, of bananas? Dude, okay, so here's the thing about these animated movies. I tried to pick things that didn't annoy me. 
<laughs> so many, <laughs> so many of these movies annoy me. That's why Shrek, Shrek came in at ten just as a nod. It was a big deal, but um, the minions are annoying, dude. The I can't sit through. Not, I no. cannot sit through the minions uh, on any level. No, I would. I would even rank like Ice Age as like number ten. Even like, worse. Far ten. No. <laughs> about angry birds <laughs> no that doesn't count about boss baby i don't want to count that oh, man anyway good list good list. yeah Which, thank I you that list i really i really like the lego movie and that whole lego that movie lego, franchise yeah. that's super strong i agree spider verse yeah. was awesome and it's spider verse uh, yeah what 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 where did that rank number what it's number three number three okay yeah i, I would agree with that top three there have you seen Megamind? Yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell? Yes. Now that almost that almost uh, cracked the list. I you found that we watched just... that at we watched that at like uh, you know in the summer when uh, they do movies outside like at ah, the park. Okay. Yeah, we watched uh, Megamind and it was just so awesome. That was such a good movie. It is a good movie. I, I like Will it. Ferrell. Yeah, I was yeah, a fan of that. Uh, I got to give it to you, man. That's that's a hard one because there's a lot of good ones out there, and uh, yeah, but I, I didn't include any Studio Ghibli movies. What Ghibli? Is that? Those are like the Japanese movies. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I uh, and also like special shout out Care Bear movie, the Care Bear movie. Care Bear, like back in the it was hella scary. Yeah, there was like a haunted book. Yeah, yeah. I and it like really possessed that. people. That was like terrifying. And then the other one that I really um was with, with, with the with the Care Bear one was it with Shrieky in there? Is that I think and, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I remember that. <laughs> and then the other the other one that I really liked uh, was the Brave Little Toaster. That movie I, just I, I got think me. I that one. No. Dude, I we were eating at King's Buffet and uh, after church and uh uh the Brave Little Toaster was going to be on at on HBO at two o'clock, and uh, we were still at the buffet, <laughs> and uh, and I was going to miss watching the Brave Little Toaster, and I cried. I cried at um, King's wow. Buffet. I remember that man. That's like a core memory. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, anyways, my kids don't have that problem. <laughs> They they don't they don't miss any show that they want to watch because it's all it streaming. Pockets, yeah, they got it in their pockets. Yeah, they could dial it up anytime they want. So shout out. So like Disney, I feel like is king and Pixar, but course, I think this yeah. is a solid solid list. Prince it of is Egypt. A solid list. Yeah, it is a solid list. I got I got all the love in the world for Prince of Egypt. Yes. Yeah. I I, I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. That that definitely would be part of my list. The top yeah. ten. So, but what again, would you put number one? You think? Kind of just, kinda just hurts, for you. Kind of hurts that you put Shrek at number ten, but sure, okay. Number one for me would be, I think, a uh, Spider Man. A Spider Man right now. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's been out. Uh, that's been uh, on repeat uh, here and there in my house. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, definitely an, a favorite. Oh, very good. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you guys got a top 10 list and you want to weigh in, you want to weigh in on non-Disney animated movies, weigh in on the Soch or send did, us an email. Yeah. Did we, miss at gmail .com. did we miss any of these uh, great animated movies that are not from Disney or Pixar? Let us know. Yeah. And weigh in and maybe like come up with a list of your own and let's compare and contrast. Yeah. 
We're, we're now at the 20 things that we've listed already. Keep them coming. If you have any suggestions on the list, let us know. Absolutely. So, Ray, uh, transitioning out of talking about a top 10 list, uh, we also... Uh, do in our opening segment when it's a, a regular episode, not in our hundredth episode or hundreds episode. Um, we talk about the regular life of dads, real life of dads. Sometimes we call it dad vent. Uh, Ray, you got a story? Yeah, man, I do. Start us off. Uh, it's a it's a funny one. Um, let's see how, how do I start this? So I was in my office doing some work and all of a sudden I hear screaming and fighting and running, you know, that, that kind of, uh, that noise, that, that chaos, the commotion. So I'm like, oh gosh, here we go, you know, and go downstairs and find out what, what's happening. This is the scene that I see. This is real life dad story. This is the scene that I see. My eight year old son butt naked, running around. He's running for his life. His uh, 10-year-old, my my 10-year-old son, his brother was chasing him and he was mad. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And this is what the kid did, my eight-year-old. Usually when they come home from from school, they would uh, take a bath, they just wash up. And then get into their pajamas, start doing homework. Right after school. This time around. What? Right after school. Yeah. yeah right after school. Uh, this time around. Or not, not necessarily pajamas, but just home clothes. But um, this time around, while Jonah, my 10-year-old, was uh, taking a shower, my 8-year-old, Benjamin, thought it would be funny to get naked <laughs> and get under the covers of his brother's no, bed. no. And he was kind of like, you know, rolling around, giggling, getting his nakedness on there, getting his nakedness, rubbing everything of himself (laughs) on his brother's bed. (laughs) So now Jonah comes out of the bathroom and, and, you know, all showered up and he sees his brother giggling, laughing under the covers. And then that's when the whole chasing ensued. Ooh, That's why Benjamin, my eight year old, was butt naked. And so my reaction when I heard this story, I just laughed. <laughs> I just laughed. I mean, at first I was mad. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Explain yourself. Explain. And they explained it, and I just laughed. And I said, all right, go, go in the shower now. Everyone, continue on. <laughs> what are you going to do? You Change the gonna... sheets. That's what I'm going to do. Change the sheets, of course, yeah. We don't want no pink eyes. <laughs> But uh, change the sheets. Yeah, that's. that's did he get it. his hands on him? Did he? Did they? Did he like spank his butt? What happened? <laughs> there's no. Uh, there's maybe a, a scratch on the shoulder. He almost got him, kind of a thing. Um, but no, no, there was a uh, uh, no, no other violence other than the almost got mm. him, kind of wrestled him to the ground. But I don't know what else would he would do after that. <laughs> Wow. But again, I just started laughing. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the reaction. Laugh it off. This is, 
real life of dads, man. This this happens, you know. You think something's happening, you think uh, the worst things are happening downstairs. They're fighting, they're doing whatever. Well, yeah, they were, but uh, the story behind it, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Um, that's right. That's pretty wild. So <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> How about you, dude? Okay, so. Interesting thing going on in our house, uh, in our household. Um, none of my kids, it's been two weeks since spring break and none of my kids have wanted to go back to school since spring break. Mm. And, uh, they have, uh, all at, on different days and different times come up with lies to get out of school. So they're lying mm. to get out of school. Like, like feeling yeah. sick, kind like of I'm sick. Okay. I don't feel well. And so recently, one of my kids was at school, and then he went to his teacher and he said, "I threw up twice in the bathroom. I need to go home." Oh, oh no! Yeah, you can't. That's that's dangerous to even pretend. Yeah. Nowadays, and then yeah. and then they sent him home. He had to get picked up by grandma. Oh yeah, and so, dude, it's like mayhem here because everybody's lying to get out of school. <laughs> the, now, the, does that mean he's got to stay home until he's cleared? Well, or the, what the, does here's that the mean thing: when, when he's, he's not home? sick, so he's not sick. He's actually clear. Yeah. <laughs> so he just said, "Oh, he lied to you." <laughs> yeah, and oh he's able to God. go to school because he lied. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, yeah. this is happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah this is yeah. all happening. It's all happening. Oh, it's happening to me. God. Anyways. So, so what do you what do you do? Like, do you have a talk with him? You know, well, like, I threw up on him. Well, I got butt naked really and I rolled in his right. bed. <laughs> that's how you. That's how he learns, man. Dude. There you go. Yeah, we talked about it, wow. and I was like, you know, you gotta talk. You gotta talk straight. And say, hey, you know, you need yeah, to be yeah, at yeah, school yeah, yeah. and lying is not okay. And would you like to be lied to? Um, can we trust you? And um, Oh, man, he got that. Oh, talk. yeah, man. The whole trusting thing. You broke the trust. Yeah, there's a sacred trust here. Yeah. I thought I thought you're going with the whole talk about like, hey, you think you're going to have fun here? You're not going to have fun at home. <laughs> kind of a talk. I think he came home because he home. wanted to play video games. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah. And then, but here's the thing, Ray. I thought about, I thought about when I was a kid. And, uh, mm, have you done that? Yeah. There was one time I was, my mom's a doctor. My mom's a doctor. <laughs> and so, She's a pediatrician, so she would leave to take care of sick kids, leave our home. And so one day, yeah. I faked being sick. And I said, Mom, I said, Mom, I don't feel good. <laughs> and then she just looked at me, just looked at me, gave me the eye. It was like a silent pause. And then she said, okay, stay home. And then she left. And I was like, oh. you go you're not going to send me to school? You're not going to stay home and take care of me? You're leaving to take care of sick kids, but you're going to leave your sick kid here at home? She just said, oh, stay man. at home. See you when I get home. 
stay at home. You're go and uh, you're not, you're not going to go to your college class. <laughs> stay home. It's, it's, this is the college. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, dang. And then I was like, dang, I'm not even sick though. <laughs> it's not worth it to lie. That's what I'm saying. But like, man, so lesson learned, not less. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, so in in this like real moment where my kids are making up stories to try and figure out how to stay at home, you know, I gotta I gotta take care of them. I gotta I gotta teach them the ways. I gotta care for them. I gotta care for it. You know, figure out why don't they want to go to school? What's wrong there? Mm. And um, mm. and so what's like what's behind that? You know. And so really, it's right. a sense of like I gotta figure out how to care for these boys in a better way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. I mean, when when you did it when you were younger true or false you are kind of wanting to just stay home to spend time with your mom is that is that what you're getting I think at? so okay I think so and you think there's a little bit of that or just possibly of video games? it's probably both okay. it's a mix okay, okay. life's complicated yeah yeah but that brings us to our topic of the day Ray mm. which is feeding the sheep All right, Ray. So there's a there's the Sunday reading, right? And it's about feeding the sheep. Do you got that? I do. Before you go there, I, yeah. before you go there, I, I got a quick story. Okay. Over the weekend, I just finished the last of uh, my retreats at school. I did two back to back retreats over four days, so they were two day retreats, two two day retreats, and man, I'm spent. And um, the topic of the retreat was um, how to be a man. It was like a it was like a tenth grade retreat for uh, seventy or sixty five tenth graders, and the topic was um, how to be a man. Mm. What does it mean to be a man? And uh, man, that's a complicated that's a complicated topic. What is it? What does it mean to be a man? And um, and I, we're we're kind of hinting at it, like it's all about feeding the sheep. It's about being a shepherd. But when if you were going to approach a mixed group, like some Catholics, some Christians, some atheists, but all young men, and they're and they're the main question of of the time is, what does it mean to be a man? What do you? Yeah, what would yeah. you say? No, question though. Before that, how did they? How did they take it? Like. Is this like an annual retreat for the school? Yes. And how was it, how was it received? Were they like kind of looking forward to it? Is it like a rite of passage? Passage since they're you know in tenth grade. Is it one of those retreats? One of those uh, things? Yeah. Everybody who went was excited to be there because like the first mm. question that we did was, "Why'd you come on retreat?" And probably a third of them said to get out of school, okay. <laughs> which is legit. Sure. But like the other two thirds were like, yeah, I thought it'd be fun. It's a good chance to grow in faith and uh, spend time with, um, yeah, and getting mm -hmm. to know mm -hmm. friends, making friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, it is a complicated question in, in the sense of like, it, it's so broad. It's so broad to like, where, where do you pinpoint? Where do you focus? And I think that, I think you hit it right on in, uh, 
in uh, talking about the whole feeding the sheep, right? Um, our, our call and, and what what is a sheep? I'm going to go dive into the gospel if that's okay. This is uh, the up, upcoming Sunday gospel from John 21 verse 19, verse 1 to, through 19. It's a, it's a long one. It's a doozy. But um, I'm going to just uh, uh, highlight some things that I found fascinating or found weird as you would say iris i found weird here here's here's one again this is uh from john 21 verse 1 through 19 they were fishing now the disciples this is after uh jesus has has died they've, they've spotted him you know they, they've seen him in the upper room and i believe this is the third time he revealed himself right at that time jesus revealed himself again to his disciples and uh he revealed himself in this way simon peter thomas was there nathaniel was there it says uh zebedee's sons were there and they they said hey let's go fishing and they said to him and then you know uh, peter had a, a great idea let's go fishing and the rest of the disciples that were with him said i ah, will go with you and all of a sudden, here comes Jesus. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore. But the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. They didn't recognize him. Jesus said to them, children, have you caught anything to eat? They said, they said to him, no. So he said to them, to them again, cast the nets over the right side of the boats and you will find something. So they cast it and they were not able to pull it because the number of fish, because of the number of fish, and uh, they realized that it was Jesus, and all of a sudden, this is the here's here's the funny part. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked his in his garments, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. I just picture Peter just you know like again lightly clad. What does that look like? Just like wearing speedos. It's like butt naked, <laughs> rolling in some sheets. Rolling in some short sheets. His Andrew Andrew's sheets. <laughs> and no, there he goes. He he went jumped into the sea. And then here's another funny part. The other disciples came into the boat for they were not far from the shore. They're like, uh, Peter, dude, you're gonna swim. You're gonna dive in. Yeah, we'll just stay in the boat. It's not that far. We're just gonna row it in in the shore. Because only it's it's only about a hundred yards. It says dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out of the, onto the shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, "Bring some of the fish you just caught." So Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of one hundred fifty-three large fish. It's very specific, yeah, with the numbers. One hundred. That's super specific. Fifty-three large fish. Even though there were so many, the, the net was not torn. And again, here's another last funny part, weird part, I think. Jesus said to them, come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they realized that it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them. And in a like manner, the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed, has re was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. And then here it, go, here it goes. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. When he said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? 
Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Jesus said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus had said this to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Amen, amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. He said this signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, follow me. Ooh. Word of the Lord. This is from Yeah, praise Gospel to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Mm. Thoughts. The, yeah. the sense of, well, like that's so packed with so much good stuff. And I do want a shirt that says, come have breakfast. Uh, <laughs> such a good line. But, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, uh, the, the sense of Peter post resurrection trying to figure it out. He go, he went back, he reverted back to his old ways, back to fishing, right? He was called as a fisherman. And what did he do when, when Jesus was gone, he went back to what he knew. Cause he didn't know what to do. So, yeah. and then, uh, Jesus saw him, like he encountered him. He, he met him where he was in his grief and loss and, and doubt and fear. And then he said, no, 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 not, don't go back to what you used to do. You're, you're being made new. Just come follow me, feed my sheep. Right. And in that he's given a mission. He's given, a a responsibility right the the responsibility of authority and care for the other right when when peter was uh fishing he's just like i'm just gonna go fishing because like it's gonna satisfy me it's going to help me figure myself out and regain my sense of self but when we uh, so the question that we kind of batted around with these young men was, well, how, how do you become a man, right? Like, how do you know that you're becoming a man? And, and part of that is, you know, breaking down the stereotypes, first of all, of like a man is a, is a, is a winner or a man is competitive or a man is violent. Um, and, um, and regaining a sense of no, a, a man is a, a person who discovers his identity in Christ and then uh, gain strength from that to live deeply into that identity and then from there love and serve right we see this in Jesus right when he when he uh, talks to Simon Peter he, he says Peter don't don't go back to fishing I I'm going to have you feed my sheep. I'm going to redeem you now. And I'm going to call you into this new responsibility where you have to have the courage to own up to your responsibilities. And, and that means to be a man of service, right? Discover your purpose, discover who you are in Christ. And then living from there, move into 
the service of the other, right? Um, and and so, you know, part of part of our discovery of being a man is realizing, oh, it's just not all about us. It's not it's not just about like satisfying our own selfish desires or seeking pleasure or or um, gaining power for power's sake, right? Like satisfying the ego in any way, but it's to become a man of service, to be a shepherd, mm. one who feeds the sheep. Yeah, I, it's, it, it's incredible that Jesus gave focus and, and uh, highlighted this simple man's hearts right here and we see it in, in it's very evident in this uh in this reading right here he was all of these the disciples or a, a lot of them were kind of just looking at him and i'm trying to put myself in in his shoes or in their shoes thinking okay what well, yeah like you said what are we going to do now right what are we going to do now and then simon peter just said to them i'm going fishing and then all of them in response we also will come with you. Mm-hmm. He's displaying this leadership. And then again, a, a bit much, a bit extra for Peter. His, uh, uh, John, the beloved disciple said, I think that's Jesus. The dude stood up and like tugged in his, his garments, lightly clad, jumped in and went for it. There were only a hundred, what is it? They say a hundred yards away. The rest of them rode the boat. But Peter, again, extra, went went the extra mile and, and, and dove in. He displayed this leadership, this like, uh, this uh, ab- abandoning of himself. And when he recognized that this was the Lord, he's just going to go jump for it. And then as you mentioned, it's like he's kind of reverted back to, to what he knows, what he's comfortable with. And, and I think that's part of it as, uh, as men. To, to not get comfortable in that sense of like, you know, I'll just take the I'll just take the easy routes. I think we're all called to to rise up. I mean part of fatherhood arises to, to, to do that, to rise up, right? To go over and, and beyond, not just to, to stay and remain. I think that's one important aspect that Peter displayed here. Uh, th- there's that, that back and forth of like, all right, well, I'm gonna go full on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go extra, the extra mile, and then he reverts back. Ah, I'm I'm just comfortable here. And what are you trying to tell me, Lord? I, I said that to you. Right? I I said I love you. But yet Jesus was calling him deeper and deeper into the mission. This is a great reminder, I think, for us to not get comfortable. It yeah, our Lenten journey. It's over. Now now we're feasting. And, and praise be to God, let's feast. But in that sense, also a reminder that let's not get comfortable because Jesus is calling us deeper and deeper. And, and we're called to, to rise up and, and go that extra mile. Amen. I, I totally believe that. You know, the, what, another, another mark of like a man is the sense of being redeemed by God, right? Because because yeah. Peter, you know, at, at Jesus's trial, he denies Christ three times. Yeah. It's 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 no doubt why Jesus then calls him forward and asks him three times, 
not do you know me, but do you love me? Like, like it's that's a deeper level of like because Peter was confronted. Do you, don't you know Jesus? And he's like, I don't know him. And he did that three times. He denied Christ. And so then Jesus is like, no, I'm, I'm going to redeem you. Not by ignoring what you did, but like, like let's own that what you did. And I'm going to redeem it in you. Yes. So like, and so that it's going to be transformed in you. You know how, you know how badly that hurt to deny me? Well, it's going to be magnified the glory when you affirm me, when you say, yes, I love you. Yes, I love, what can, what does love do then? Right? Like, because that's the thing, like, as men, we're called to love and it's, and love looks a lot of different ways in a lot of different contexts. But um, love is an outwardly focused choice. It's, it's willing the good of the other. And so when we love God, then uh, uh, of course, we're going to love our neighbor, right? We're going to love who God loves. And um, that's what we're called to. And so, you know, uh, brothers, just be inspired by by this word today uh, and challenged that, um, yeah, you know, we we got a lot of stereotypes of like, what does it mean to be a man and, and what's a masculine man or what's a real man? You know, like those, those words are batted around, but we can, when we look at the example of Jesus and what he calls us to, yeah, right? Man, he redeems yeah. us not by ignoring, but confronting and transforming. And then he calls us to love and to serve. And I believe like that's what every human person is called into, into this relationship with Christ. And so, um, brothers, let's pray that we can, uh, answer this call to rise up into our authentic personhood, um, for everybody listening, fathers and, and young men and, and also mothers and young women, um, and all our, and all our audience today that, we each respond to God in an authentic way. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, loving God, we thank you for calling us to love you. We thank you for redeeming us. That's what Easter is all about. That um, that our redemption is in your victory, in your, in your rising. And we pray that you rise up in each one of us today. And we pray that you ask us the question... Uh, do you love me? And we pray for the courage and the strength to say yes. And then say yes to whatever you ask us next to feed your sheep, whatever that looks like in our life. Help us to recognize that and help us to do it. Uh, we love you, Jesus. We want to feed your sheep. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph. Pray for, us. Pray for us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Happy Easter. Hallelujah Happy is our song. Easter. He is risen indeed. He has risen indeed. That's amazing. Thanks, Iris, for leading us into that prayer, that reflection. And thanks you all for joining us in this conversation. Be sure to continue to uh, spread the word about this podcast as Iris mentioned in the very beginning of the podcast share it let others know about it and uh, do give us a follow as well do give us a, a, a great rating as well um, keep tabs on us check us out 
dude. Iris has been busy with all these retreats. What else have you been up to, man? Well, I'm just like, I'm collapsing here at the end, but I'm excited to uh, revitalize the social media as we kind of live into Easter. And so you can always check me out at called to rise, called to rise, or check out my website called to rise.org. How about you, Ray? Yeah, man. Continue to follow us on our social media platform, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and on Instagram at Fatherhood Arise. Hey, pray for us. If I can ask you all to pray for us as we continue to discern, to see where God is leading us in this ministry of Fatherhood Arise, do keep us in prayer. If you have any interest in joining the core, in joining some of our brainstorm, we're going to have some of those very soon. Do let us know. Reach out to us either through our social media platforms at Father Horizon or email us at uh, Gmail, our Gmail account, fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Again, fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Oh, stay on after because there's some dad jokes after dark. Peace. Peace. when I got over dinner. All right. Um, Ray. This is fresh. This is fresh. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. I think this, this is fitting, actually, for the reading. Um, why are there no blind fish? Why are there no blind fish? I don't know. Iris, because they why? live in Because they live in the sea. <laughs> That's good. Okay. There you go. Nice. Well done. Okay. This is... This is a, a, a go-to. This is a classic, I think. But I'll, I'll go with it. Um, what, do you, what do you call a, a fish with no eyes? What do you call a fish with no eyes? <laughs> I think you've done that one before. I think maybe I have. Well, yeah, yeah. We, keep it, we, keep it, uh, we keep it real with the, with the fish jokes. There you go. Fish. All right, peace. Peace. Peace.